What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Philip and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. I'm Leroy. I'm here with uh, Shante, and Shante was in a situation uh, what about a week or two ago, and yeah. she wants to tell her story, and we'll have it. We'll have a message. It, it, there's a message behind it, that, but that we'll get to at the end of the show. So, all right. So this happened about a week or so ago, and you you made plans with someone, and they they flaked you, right? That's how it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Now somebody called you on the plan to go out, and they didn't they didn't call you back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, these plans were two weeks in the making. So we made he made them two weeks. It's just a friend. He made them two weeks ago. And he so, flaked out on me. So it was supposed to be a date? No, not at all. Just Ray Platonic, just a friend. Okay, so now okay, afterwards what happened after that? What you mean? Did he didn't show up? He didn't call. Because I had plans to go out of state that same um you know, during that week, but I said, no, being a loyal friend, I'm not going to cancel plans with him. And that's why I was like upset with him because I was being a good friend to him that he wasn't to me because he didn't call me. He didn't text me or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, what time was this? Um, it, Our plans were supposed to be about like three in the afternoon so I was waiting around in the house, staying by the area in case, you know, he shows up. Um, so, but I guess about six or seven, eight o'clock, I called him and I didn't get a reply or no, you know, response. So I just decided, you know, let me get dressed and I'll go out. Now, when you decided to go out, what time was it? I guess for me getting dressed. Um, finding an outfit and all that girl stuff that we do and makeup and fixing hair. So I guess that was about 1030. Okay. Now what happened after that? So I know, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with this city. I'm here alone. So I have a couple cousins, but they will be here in the case of emergency, but I rarely talk to them. So that's why I go out of state to be with my other you know, other family that I know that I, I can acquaint with and find things to do with them. But um, I went and um, I got a virgin drink because, you know, I'm not a drinker. And uh, just was sitting out. You know. So wait a minute. So, OK, you 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 got dressed and went out. Where did you go? I just went downtown. Just OK. Downtown. OK. You went downtown and went to a bar or a restaurant. No, I went to uh, Wet Willie's. They have virgin drinks there, and I got a virgin drink. I, mm-hmm. You know, it's not because of COVID. You can't sit there. So I just took the drink out, and I was just um, just kind of just sitting down by myself. Just uh, Outside? Yeah, because it's downtown, so they got a lot of places to sit, and, you know, that's what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what happened next? So I was just by myself, and honestly... I haven't, I've been in a house prior before that for like three days. That's why I was like, at this point, I'm going to drive to Atlanta and just chill with my cousin. Because we do a lot of stuff when we, when I go there with her. But, you know, I was waiting for a friend. And I was like, well, it's too late for me to drive to Atlanta. Let me just shoot the breeze. So I just was sitting there. um, Just, you know, just, I was like walking around a little bit. But I just took a seat. And this guy, and, um, you know, he was attractive. And he sat next to me. He was selling music. And he was a very clean-cut guy. He had, like, a, a Muslim beard. Well, a beard. It's not a Muslim beard. But, you know, the ones that Muslim guys wear. Very clean-cut, country boy-like. You know, very from down south. Very manner. Had a lot of manners. Um, and we just had a, you know, a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what, what, were, you, what were you talking about? Well, we were just talking about, you know, like... Uh, first we was just talking about music, uh, cause he did music and he said he had, he was selling his music and, um, I offered to, you know, buy one because, you know, I'm into supporting, you know, anyone that's doing something positive. And he said, so he was, so he was outside selling CDs? His, his music. Yeah. His His music. uh, Okay. Strike one, because I don't know anyone who out here selling CDs anymore, but continue on. 
Well, you know, I live in a, you know, I live under the rock. Too. You know, I live under the rock also. So, and I don't go out either. So, okay. And, and I, but I was like, you know, I support you or whatever. And we just, because I didn't talk to anybody for like a good four or five days, I haven't been out. So we just kind of was just talking about a lot of things. Like he was spiritual. We was talking about God. And we just talking about um, just about the COVID, uh, politics, uh, kids, God and all this. And, you know, very, you know, just talking about a lot of things. And um, and uh, that was it. And we just kind of, I guess that was about 11 o'clock. So we just like kind of walked around um, downtown. He did offer me, he said, won't you, uh, he had a really nice truck. And I'm not into cars or materialistic, but it was a big, nice truck. And he's like, you should sit in my truck. And I was like, well, no, because I didn't come out to sit in anybody's car. And he was like, oh, I said, but if you want, we could just take a walk and, you know, like that. So that's what we did. Okay. And you were walking. Now what happened next? I mean, we sat on a bench. We were looking for, we we looked for a, a bench to sit on. We sat on a few benches. And we just sat on a bench and we was talking about, um, you know, just him, his ta- talents and things like that. And why I came to Savannah and, you know, why he, you know, why he's there. He said that he just needed a change and, you know, things like that. So um, it was it got kind of dark and it, get, it got kind of late, um, really late because it was like two o'clock before we knew it. And then. I ain't have anything to do. I was like, I'll just chill with him. I mean, he, I was, I offered to leave. I was like, you know, I want to, I would probably want to go home. And he was like, no, you can't just stay out and hang out a little bit longer. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything. Why not? And before we know it, it was like seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, you were hanging out where? I mean, we was just hanging out by the water talking. Okay. Now it's seven o'clock and go ahead. And then I was like, well, I was like, well, we, we want to grab some food, you know, like we can go to some place and get some breakfast. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I got to, you know, let me just change my clothes a little bit, freshen up. And he was like, okay, no problem. So I trusted him at this point because, I mean, we were alone out um, and, you know, in the dark, by the water, by the slave cave. So I figured if he was going to do something to me then, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think I was pretty much ignorant of, you know, you hear when you're little, don't talk to strangers, don't be left alone with strangers. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was very ignorant because I didn't think a young black guy, you know, would be like. Um, a uh, I'm going to stop you there because you're going a little bit too far. So you said seven o'clock, you said. You you wanted to go on you wanted to go and get something to eat, but you wanted to freshen up first. Mhm. Okay, so what happened after? What happened when you went to f- freshen up? Did you go to your house? I was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, oh. I was like, just follow me to my house. You can wait in the parking lot. You know. Okay. okay. Now you freshened up and waited in the parking lot. Now what happened next? You know, he did the oh um, you know, I do got to go to the bathroom, so. No, I was like, all right, no problem, because it's early in the morning. My neighbors are out. So he, so he went into your house. Yeah, went to the bathroom. Okay, strike, strike two. But keep on going. <laughs> and that was it. So we didn't stay in the house long, because after I got out, but then probably before then, I was telling him that I wanted to start a, a vlog, you know, because I travel a lot, and I said I wanted to really be into that, because I think that would generate some income, and plus. I think I'll be passionate about it. So he was saying how he wanted to do music and he wanted to sell his music and let his music be well known, all that stuff. So I figured I said, hey, well, you know, I was supposed to go on a road trip with my friend. I mean, we can go to a different city, not too far, because they're not, you know, the day is beginning. Why not? And we can just come back tonight. You know, we'll just go and we'll just come back. Mm-hmm. And that was a. Uh, that was my ultimate goal to do with him because he had a rental. He said his car was rented. And I said, well, like, I can, you know, go half on the gas and stuff like that. And, you know, and we'll just get lunch and we'll just do that. He was like, okay. Uh, okay. So uh, now you were inside the house having this conversation or were you eating somewhere? 
no, we no, we was inside because we was like, if we want to do this, let's just. The night is still young. Um, we really didn't sleep, but he was like, I'm, I'm still up. I was like, okay, I'm still up too. So, so, so this is like what, like what, eight, nine in the morning, Ooh, seven, eight, nine in the morning. Okay, and so like, you decided to go where? We was like, um, I had a cousin that lived in Atlanta. I said mm-hmm. we could just go to Atlanta. We could just see my cousin and my girlfriend. And that was just like a good place for us. It's like three and a half hours away. And we could stop there, you know, and chill with, with my girlfriend and, you know, stuff uh, like that. Okay, so at the end of the day, your cousin lived in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. uh, what is he going to Atlanta for? Uh, he wanted to just uh, sell his music or, you know, stuff. Sell, like sell, he going to go to Atlanta to sell CDs. I mean, I already Sh- talked to people or he said he did it. Strike said, three. Strike three. Uh-oh. That's that's one out. But continue on. <laughs> so that was it. Okay. So, um, all right. You had this conversation. You was going to Atlanta. Now you got in his car to go to Atlanta. Cause you yeah. said that you'll, you'll chip in on gas. Okay. Now you in his car. Now what happens after this? We, we was just chilling. Like he was like, we switched driving. He was like, you can drive. Um, I was talking to my friends, you know, cause I have friends that call me all the time. And he was like engaging in our conversations with my friends. When you say friends, are these women friends or men friends? Um, it's one woman friend and my other guy friend. He was coming out of relationship, and interesting enough, he said, "Um, I should ditch this guy, ditch him, because I initially I was going to go hang out with him. I was trying to get him to come." But he was like, no, I'm going back to my boyfriend. And I was like, okay, well, go ahead. And then they got into a fight. And then he was like, you could come get me and all this other stuff. And so, so, so the dude you riding with got in an argument with the guy you on the phone with? He didn't get in an argument, but he was just saying I should ditch him. And I was like, well, I just can't do that because we're on our way to Atlanta. And he was like, well, so, we wait a minute. Are, are they hearing each other? No. Oh, okay. Go he ahead. Don't know, he don't know who it is. Mhm. So, and then um, he heard me talking like, "No, I'm not gonna ditch him or nothing like that." But oh, I'm sorry, I turned it off. I'm sorry. So that was it. So. Okay, yeah. now, okay, you you driving down the highway? Go ahead. So we just talking. We just talking just about different things. And I'm making a little bit, it's funny because I was making a little bit of video like, hey, this is my new road trip, my road trip, buddy. Um, So I was making little videos as we made a little pit stop and got something to eat at a subway. And everything was just going smoothly. We, I was just shooting a breeze and I, you know, and I, we were just driving. And I noticed that when we got to Atlanta, his attitude changed. How? Changed. Like, it was just like, on, because um, when he came in my house, I said, look, you can't smoke in my house. First of all, I don't smoke, and I don't kind of like... I Cigarettes or weed? Cigarettes. I wasn't letting my Okay, smoke. go ahead. So, and I noticed that when we got to the, we, we got, we went to the gas station in uh, uh, Milena, he was like, um, he was like, yeah, uh, this, this my car now, and we're going to do, like, he was saying, like, we're going to do what I want in my car, because I couldn't smoke in your house, and I respected your house, but you know, I'm an aggressive female, so I was like, well, you know, it's not a problem, Um, and I guess he was calling my bluff, I was like, well, you could just drop me off right here, because I'm not into no negativity, I'm not into going back and forth with you, I don't like your vibe right now, like, you're kind of tripping on me, and so I said, you could just drop me off right here in front of the gas station, and of course, he calmed down, and he was just it's like, um, it's like, no, I would never do that. I, cause somebody could rape you or kill you. I wasn't even thinking like that. I mean, it had to be with, you know, at this point, cause we did make some pit stops. But it was like five o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, and he was like, no. So I was, I called my cousin immediately. And I talked to her like, listen, I, cause I'm, you know, I went with this guy and we were supposed to just uh, shoot the breeze and, I'm doing my vibe. I didn't really get into exact detail about what we were going to Atlanta for, but I said, can I just come over to your house? And I didn't have my vehicle. And she was like, cool, where you at, cuz? And she was asking me a thousand questions, and I was like, I'll talk, I'll talk to you when I get there. So 
So I was like, I'm gonna jump out now. Then he said, you don't have to jump out. You know, I'm gonna take you over to your cousin's house. Just give me your address. Go ahead. And so, so once, so once he, so I knew something was going on because I was like, turn here, turn here. And he didn't turn. He got onto the E-way. He went right back on the E-way. And I was like, well, I really didn't. He was just like, no, it's cool. We're going to be cool from going forward. But I'm like, okay, in my mind, we already in Atlanta. Where are we going? But I thought maybe we we're going to go to a place that he knows because he seemed like a well-rounded guy that he know about different cities. He did. And so after that or whatever, he kept driving. And I'm like, well, where are we going? And he was like, you're not, first he did it. He was like, man, I ain't take you over your cousin's house. But I thought he did it like in a, a, a funny way. Like, man, we, we cool. We good. But right. then going into the conversation, I was like, um, no, like, I really, I was like, okay, well, are we going, we going to be clear on the same page? You know, I'm already in Atlanta, so it's not a big deal. You know, I got friends, I got family here. And so he's driving and I'm like, okay, where are you going? And then he totally snaps out on me. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. How? How do you snap? I mean, just acting well, first of all, is somebody else would have been like devastatedly scared. You know, I don't know if devastatedly is a word, but devastated. And I wasn't only because my red flag should have went up, but it wouldn't because my dad was a schizophrenic. I come from a family of mental illness and I work with people with mental illness for five, five, five years. So I don't have the flag that everybody else has. So my dad did stuff like that. So it was just like, okay, I'm reliving my dad again, you know? And I was just like, whatever. Cause I knew my dad would never hurt me. My, you know, he did a lot of crazy things. So what he did, it was kind of like normal. Like, okay, my dad act like that. So it's not a big mm-hmm. deal, but he right. was like shouting at me. Uh, just acting crazy. So, so when you get in an argument with someone, do uh, n- nothing like triggers you when someone's you know arguing back with you? Well, I'm not a good communicator, so I'm gonna be honest with you. So, so why do you, I, why do you say you're not a good communicator? Because I'm triggered easily. So if you say something to me and I don't agree with what you said, and you keep saying it, I'm just gonna snap out on you. Mhm. Okay. So. so so now he's in the car uh, snapping. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, how's he driving? Is he driving uh, recklessly or? No, no, he's driving regularly, but he's snapping. And I, I'm, I mean, for me working with clients, I'm just calm. I'm in a, I'm in a whole calm disposition. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like, you know, I'm too calm. And right. I think that and I think he did say something that scared me. Like, um, it was kind of funny because, I'm oblivious to the whole thing. And he's like, um, you probably, he did say, may Mitch, he said, uh, you probably think I'm going to rape you or kill you or, you know, something like who talks like that. I was like, no, I was like, I just think we're going on a road trip and I love road trips. <laughs> so, so when you drive, you said you was already in Atlanta, right? But you, he got back on the highway. So what are you seeing on the highway? Like, nothing. I was just like, I mean, nothing, but, um, I could. I mean, I don't want to give the whole giveaway, but I think I did subconsciously. I done. I had done subconsciously. Um, so I think subconsciously, I'm trying to play it cool for the most part. Right. I'm trying to, okay, let me hear this crazy nut out. But subconsciously, when you you know when you have those uh, when you're in flight or a uh, fight or flight mode. I'm 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 planning the strategy. Like I gotta get subconsciously, like I'm there in the present, but subconsciously thinking to myself, I gotta get out the car with this nut. Like how what is the best way for me to do this? You know, but So you I, just automatic you automatically thought of a game plan, like, all right, how I'm gonna get out of the situation. It's interesting because I didn't automatically think of a game plan and in my mind it is, but not forefront. I'm just listening to him, letting him vent and everything like that. But so now, how, how, how long is this going on? So now I don't know where we're going. I just and he kept saying um, he may mention that um, I know you want to jump out the car and run, but I'm not going to let you. So then 
he was saying things like this and I'm just, I'm not scared. I'm just not, it's like, it's weird. If I had to, it's like, I'm there, but I'm not there, you know, mentally. Right. It's like one of those, it's like, I think I'm in a shock mode. Like, wait, is this dude really going to kidnap me? Is he really doing this right now? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like weird because it was like, immediately my body was in a state of emergency. It shut down. Cause it's just like, I couldn't think clearly. Um, like people say, well, if that was me, I would have done this and I would have done that. I had no strength to fight. I didn't even want to fight. It was like a part of me just kind of like completely shut down. It was just like a really, really weird feeling. If somebody had to feel like this before they die, I understand. It's just like a place that you just can't, you you know you're there, but you're not there. It's like kind of living like a vegetable. So you Mm. just like, you're just not, I'm not there all the way. Okay. So when he's hollering and driving on the highway, how long is this going on? Um, this going on for about a couple hours because... So he was howling for a couple of hours? Yeah. Then I think at the end, um, uh, wherever he was trying to go, I didn't ask him any questions. I just kind of remained calm the whole time. Um, and at the end, I mean, he, he, he was howling too much. And then I just basically snapped myself. I was like, look, you're not going to keep howling at me like this. This not, I got a headache. You know, I snapped on him so bad. And then he, and I, the windows was foggy and I was like, well, the windows are foggy. And I was just tripping on him. Like I just started just tripping and he started yelling at, he started yelling at me more and I started yelling back. And then it was just like, you know, boo, it's not going to go down like this. Whatever you got thinking, you know, this, you know, I'm, I'm in war mode now. Like I'm, it's not, but I didn't want to be in war mode with somebody that you're in a car with. Like he's a man and he can beat me up. I don't know if he got a gun. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So. I just was, I did, the only reason why I did yell at him so much, because he was giving me a headache. Like, I was getting a headache from him, just yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling. I was just like, I can't take it no more. You got to stop. Like, you're tripping. Like, seriously, dude. Like, so, I don't know where we are. So, he finally get off at an exit. And I'm just at the point, like, listen, just let me off in the, on an expressway. I don't even care. It's dark time now. I'm like, I don't even care right now. Just let me out. So, I'm, I was crazy enough. My body shut down. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I wasn't hungry. Like, it was just weird. Like, I just, like, everything just shut down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when did he go off on black women? Was that, this is why you, he was on the highway? Or yeah, you... he was, and he kept calling me someone else, which was kind of scary. It was Okay, like, what, did, what did he say about black women? Um, they don't, like, they don't listen. Um, he said they don't listen. They need to listen to men, and they don't follow directions. And you can lead them to the, you can lead them to drink, you know, lead a horse to drink, but they won't drink. And that's why a lot of black women are single now. Um, this this was going off on. Okay, this, uh, strike strike one for hollering and strike two for going off on black women. Okay, now now he got one out one out and two strikes on the scoreboard. Go ahead and finish. So. <laughs> From there, I um I'm you like, you got off the highway and yeah oh, and, I'm and, like, and I'm like I'm tired right now I'm like you know what this is just so it's like one of things this is just like really a weird situation and I'm not sleeping so I'm like well what are we gonna do and the, my my game plan like all right I'm just gonna get us a room and I'm gonna leave you know I'm gonna just act like I get a room you know get us room so he's like we could just get I said let's just get a room. So in my mind, I'm like, well, once I get this room, I'm just out. I'm going to call the cops and I'm just going to be out. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we go into the hotel. He follows me like a couple seconds after me. But I was able to talk to the clerk myself. And I'm like, listen, black girl, fat girl. And I'm like, ma'am, I am in a very awkward situation. I think I've just been kidnapped. Like, I think this guy, I'm in the city. I... And she just was acting so oblivious. Like, she just was like, well, there's nothing I can do. I said, can we just get a room? Like, a, can you get us two rooms? Can I have a spare key to something? A pretend it's a room? And by that time, he was coming. So I is, this a, is this a whole motel? No, this is a comfort inn. This is just a comfort inn. Okay. So, and she just was like, well, I can't help you right now. Or I can't what, t- what time was this? Right now, it's like 12. Okay. And 12 uh, afternoon? Midnight. Okay. You was driving that long? Yeah, he just was driving. Yeah, so, and then 
then she was like, well, I can't help you because he was right next to me at that point. Because I was just kind of nervous. I really don't oh, know you, you said, oh, no, you said that um, when you said that, that uh, I think I've been kidnapped. He wasn't there yet. He was like coming up. I, okay. will, I wanted her to like put a call bell, call security, call a cop, something. But yeah, she's, like, she's stupid. But then but he was just like, I heard what you said. So he got aggressive. Like, I heard what you I said, what did I say? He said, uh, th- this is strike three, by the way. Uh, so that's just two outs. Go ahead. So I said, he said, what, he said, I heard what you said. And so I sat there for a while and I just, you know, it was like, I got to get out of the situation. But at this point, my phone is in his car. So I like, I get my stuff at least. And I want my phone, my money, everything in my wallet is in his car. Cause I just was coming in here. So I was like, let me get my stuff out of the car. So I sat there for a couple hours and he went and gave me my stuff. So at this point, he stayed out there with me, and I'm like, well, can you go get my stuff out of the car? He was like, well, the only reason... Um, so so did you get a room yet? No, I didn't have my stuff. I didn't have my wallet. I couldn't get a room, because oh, okay. I Lord. just wouldn't go back in there. And then he calmed down. So so he didn't say, well, I'll just pay for the room? No, because I told okay. him... Okay, strike, strike one. So go ahead. Now... I was like, well, then they was like, we don't have no more room. So I felt really uncomfortable with her there because it seemed like she wasn't going to do anything to help me out. I'm like, well, I might just, you know, I mean, and this is the hotels in the middle of nowhere. It's not like downtown or anything like that. It's like in a very vacant place. So I know if I, she's not going to help me because I don't have my wallet, my ID, my phone. I don't have anything. So I'm just out of luck at this point. So I get back in, a, so I just like kind of was like, can I have my stuff? And I knew it was just, he was just going, he calmed down a lot at that point in time. Um, so then after that, he was like, well, we can go somewhere else. And I was like, okay, I need my stuff. That's what I just kept thinking. Like, I need my phone. I need my stuff. So I was like, well, okay. Well, when you walked out the car, why you ain't take all that stuff with you? Because it was just like. Because we was only going to see if they had any rooms, and I would have came back and got it. It was like, because I just wanted to hurry up and get out before he drive off somewhere. Mm-hmm. So then after that, he was he was calm at this point. He was like, well, we can go somewhere else. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So then um, we went somewhere else, but he didn't get out. Then he just kept driving. I, and then I don't know when he's going to go off again. So after that, he, he was like, well, look, it's somehow time i don't know what happened because i wasn't really i can't really tell you i really i'm just guessing time at this point you know mm-hmm. to be honest so he was like well it's kind of late and you know it's hard to find a, i think yeah he was like it's hard to find a room because you know it was I, it had to be close to the holiday you know around july 4th or something like that right and he was like it's kind of hard to find a room we'll just sleep in the car and i was like strike okay. two strike two go ahead so he was like we'll sleep in the car and i was like okay so he pulled into this. Um, <laughs> I'm he sorry. Pulled, Go he ahead. Pulled in this, he pulled in this, this uh, rental car place, like a, an enterprise rental car place. So at this point, I'm like, okay, this is, at this point, I'm a, I'm a little scared at this point now. And I'm like, so he got, he ripped this piece of, big piece of plastic. And I'm like, oh man, this dude's going to suffocate me, you know? And he, didn't suffocate me. He was just covering up the windows. He said we was going to sleep in the car. So I was like, you know, I didn't even ask what he was doing. I just let him just go. I'm thinking in my head, okay, if I call a cop, easily, you know, but I don't know where I am. You understand? They say, where are you? I was thinking about calling a lift because sometimes, but I don't want my phone to ding because I can call a lift and just send a note like, listen, when you see this car, call a cop. So I was just thinking, but he was like right next to me and he stopped. So I really couldn't do anything. So now um, I just was like, okay. But I did tell him, I said, can I go to the bathroom? I didn't have to go to the bathroom, but I said, can I go to the bathroom? And he was like, um, he didn't, he just ignored me. It's like one of them things where he he's going to ignore you. So at this point, he just like, um, I'm just there and I'm like, okay. All right, this is just a weird situation. Like I'm a little, little scared, you know. And I'm just like, okay, because I don't see anyone, so I can't even get out the car and run, you know. I can't even. So, I uh, pray. I you know, I start to pray. Like God, get me out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, think about my kid. Like I said, this is like to me, 
it, 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 it was like a pre-death because I'm still not mentally there. Like I can't, I'm in a shock mode right now. I don't know what's going on, what he's going to do. So at that point, he pulls down his pants, and um, and and he starts to jerk off, you know. And strike three, society, society done pitched the perfect game. Go ahead, continue. So he starts to jerk off, and he's just like, it's not even like, you know, I've seen jerk guys jerk off. It was just on some crazy jerk off stuff, like, like you know, I'm just <laughs> so. <laughs> it was just on some crazy like like and then he was shaking like really bad and I believe that he was shaking to just build himself up to rape me or something like that and I'm gonna be honest with you I think that looking back the reason why I was calm because I think I'm a little crazy too so I knew that go ahead and try me I think I was just keeping all this energy for this for this moment right here you know like it's not gonna go down like you think it is like I'm calm I'm quiet I I, I will stand up for myself a little bit but I think it's just like you're gonna have to kill me bro and if you try to kill me you know it ain't it ain't gonna be no easy fight like seriously so I know I couldn't beat them but like again I have hurt guys being in fight or flight mode seriously I have so I I I'm I'm I don't even know that I'm going to do this, but I know that I was thinking of a game plan, not knowing that I'm thinking of a game plan, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know if you got that, but right. so after that, I'm still trying to be a lady. And I'm like, look, I'm still trying to like how I'm gonna get out of the situation. So he was like, um my you know, he was like, my I want you to uh want you don't want to lay your head on my uh on my on my lap and I'm like what and I and I was he's like yeah I want you to lay your head on my lap and I'm I already know what it is like you want me to suck your thing or whatever but I I mean I, I like I said a part I, I was in a shock mode like I want I want to get to my kids you know I want I, I got kids to get home to I can't so I said um I said calmly and I said I did tell him I had to go to the bathroom and I look around. And I was like, and I said in like a nice, sweet voice, I said, sweetheart, you know, like, why are we doing this here? And I said, we don't have to do this here. So he's still going crazy. Like, I said, why don't we do this? Why don't I pay for a room and you could do what you want to me? Like, whatever you want me to do. I like sex. You know, I'll be your sex slave. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, maybe say this, but I was just saying anything that he was going to listen that, to. That was just you just trying to uh, get out of the situation. So I said, Go I'll be a sex slave. And I started to touch on him a little bit to let him know that I was serious. And I said, I'll, I'll do anything you want me to do. So I calmed him down. And I said, but the thing is, I said, just, 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 I said, I've been with you this whole time. Just let me go to the bathroom, you know? And so I guess he just thought I was just dumb. Like, okay, like she'd been acting dumb the whole time. And and he just knew I didn't have a brain. Because I, looking back, I act like I didn't have a brain, you know, doing all this stuff. Like, I should know better. But I, you know, I trust people. And I've been in certain situations like that. And that never happened before. So now, um, you take me to the gas station. And from there, that's when I grabbed my bag. I had two bags with me. I grabbed both of my bags. And from there, he knew, like, she played me, you know? So he started going crazy, like, but it was so many people so, out. So you you are outside the car now, and he's still inside the car? Mm-hmm. Okay, but go ahead. it's a big truck, so he couldn't, it's not like a car where he can reach over and grab me right away. Right. Because I'm outside the car, and then it had to convertible guy was outside his white guy was walking by this black girl. like it's so funny now, now what, what time is this now this is like mm, four four o'clock in the morning yeah but surprisingly people were out because mind you this is alabama now okay I, and, now, and now how you know you were in alabama you you found out later right right okay right, well yeah. go ahead go ahead and continue so once i got out i was like um 
he knew he got played because he was like, wait a minute, she played me. And he wasn't going to, you know, go inside and, you know, come get me because there's mad people outside now, you know, like, it's just like a busy, that was God with me. I don't care. Nobody said that. It was a busy whole, he must have told everybody to go to the gas station at the same time that night because it was like six, seven people just out, like, you know, out at the gas station. So when I went in, that's when he cursed me out so bad. Like, you heard him just, you know, how FNB. Like, it was like the devil just came out of him. Like, he was calling all types of bees, all types of hoes, but he was doing it from the top of his lungs, which I'm happy he did because people was like, wait a minute, this girl's getting out this car. She okay, you know? So right. once I got into the store, that's when I just started. I, I wasn't crying hysterically, but tears was coming in my eyes because I was like, wait a minute. This was, a, I was holding it in, I guess, you know? Mm. This is a crazy situation. And then this lady was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. I said, dude, just took me from, you know, I, I kind of explained a little bit, but she was very, very, very concerned. It wasn't like asking me a million questions. You're not something. Is this an older lady or Ooh, she somebody young, age? young black girl? Well, she working um, there or? No, is... she was just with a guy and, and them, she must have been coming from a club or something or somewhere with the guy. But he, she just was very attentive to me. And she said, I said, well, I need to get, I said, I just didn't want to go to, I just wanted to go home. You know, I said, I don't want to, um, I don't have to have no police. Like she was like, well, I said, no, just take me to the bus station. Like, I just want to go home. I don't, I don't want to be in Alabama. I just, I mean, looking back, I probably would have called the police, but I just was like, just take me home. I don't, cause I'm here by myself. So I just went to the bus station. That's when I notified the security. And I first he wasn't letting me in the station. He was like, "Well, you know, wait a minute, so, how'd you get to the bus station?" She took me, which was really nice because it was like a 45, 50 minute ride. Mm -hmm. and, and her, her, me. her, and the dude. No, the dude had another car, but I knew they oh, were together. Okay. He must. She said, "I'm gonna take her to the bus station." And I asked her. I said, "Ma'am, do you want me to give you money, or I could catch a lift?" You know, I was just. She was really, really, extremely nice, and she was like, "No, you're fine." And she just dropped me off at the bus station. So, uh, okay, now the security guard, you just said something about the security guard. Yeah, so he was like, you can't come in, but he just realized, I had a look on my face, just like I'm just tired. Well, was, was the bus bus station closed? No, it was open, but nobody was in there because it was super late at this point. It's like five now. So why was he wasn't going to let you in? Because you had to have a ticket. You had to show proof of a ticket. Oh, okay. Well, how do you so, buy the ticket? When a ticket booth open or you can do it online. Okay. Go so, ahead. Um, looking back, I would have went to the airport and just pay for a cheap flight anywhere just to get inside the airport. I mean, if somebody ever you have a court in a situation like that, you want to get away from a person, just find a cheap flight to I don't care anywhere locally or you know somewhere they have cheap flight like Vegas. And if you got to buy the ticket for like $70, buy it. And then you can get inside and just tell the person what's going on with you. But um, that's what I would have done just to get in the airport. Because I didn't really feel safe. Like, one of the, I did tell the guy. What, I didn't tell him everything what happened. The security guard. Him, it was a white guy. I did mm -hmm. tell him um, a little bit. Like, I'm here and I'm scared. And this guy brought me all over here. And he was very, 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 very helpful. Um, He was like, well, you don't have to worry we got guns in here, and we're going to make sure that you'll be safe. You have nothing, absolutely nothing to worry about. And he said, I'm going to inform the other security guards when I, my shift is over, and you have nothing to worry about. If you, have, if you perhaps see this guy, you just point him out to us, and you're going to be okay. And from there, I knew I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So when did you, so the ticket booth finally opened, and you got a ticket? Well, yeah, within a couple hours, yeah, but my flight, my uh, bus didn't leave till about 10, so I had to wait five hours, I didn't go to um, Savannah, I only was going to Atlanta, they didn't have a bus, because it was on a Sunday, that was going to Savannah, so I just went to my cousin, back to my cousin's house. Mm -hmm. now, now, what part of Alabama was this, do you know? Not where I was held hostage, but... Where's the bus station? In Birmingham. Oh, okay. Yeah, the big city. Mm -hmm. Um, So, all right. So, when you got on that bus, 
is that when you first like relieved yourself like like I made it out or when when did you get that feeling like I made it when out, I got out the, when I got out the car when I okay. honestly when I got out the car because it was like it's not going like if people around I would have acted darn fool then like you know and I and I and I was like I I made it out so and I got to the bus yeah oh, so I'm sorry um yeah Okay, so uh, when you made it to your cousins, did you tell your cousin what happened? Yeah. And what did what did they say? You know the whole speech. Oh, you gotta be more careful. Mm-hmm. You know that whole speech. I laughed a little bit because I was like, um, I was oblivious for a while. I really just was going, you know, with the flow of things, and I was just, I mean, a couple points. I drove this man crazy when I was arguing back with him, and I think that in the mind of somebody that's like that, you gotta throw them off, you know, and I didn't really show no act of fear the whole time I was there, so he couldn't get a rush, you know, a lot of times they, they, predators, and I can't speak for all predators, but from what have I learned about predators, they, their, their, uh, their rush, that comes from fear, you know, they can make you so afraid, and I think he was saying things to me the whole time, while I was on a road, but I was just in my own world, like I usually be, and he couldn't, you know, um, he couldn't really make me afraid of anything, because uh, my dad was like that, so I was just like, whatever, like, dude, just just fall back, you need to take a chill pill type thing. Um, now, did you ever uh, call the police? Um, After, not in Atlanta, because it didn't happen in Atlanta, and they were just told me the same thing, right. so I didn't go home to, you know, I went back to Philly um, and from, because it was to get to Atlanta bus to get this, I didn't want to go home because the guy knew where I lived at, so I didn't want to go home right away so I went back to Philly for like uh, I stayed with my cousin for like four days and then I um I stayed in Philly for like a good four days so eight days and then I flew back to Savannah, then my friend came with me, so I say about, I was so yeah, so I, I was away for like ten days. Then I filed the police report once I got back. Okay, what you called them? No, I went into a station. Uh, in Alabama? No, in Savannah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, what did they say? She this was a black young lady. Like you got to be careful. She didn't really take it that seriously, but mm-hmm. there was nothing I could do about it. But dude is obviously on the run. Like, like, I mean, he's out here luring women in his car. <laughs> he didn't have to lure you in his car. <laughs> I know he didn't. No, he did not. He did not. That's the funny thing about it. We laugh about it. Um, we, he didn't have to do that. Every, I, I set him up for every for, for everything, and that's what I laugh about. But so, it, are you have, having any like nightmares or PTSD um, or? Actually, I am. I had, I had um two nightmares so far when I was on my way back home I didn't have any nightmares my friends laughed at it like you got your bag and you crazy and you didn't even know you was being kidnapped and you act so calm how can you do that and I think it was I was oblivious to everything and um so it was like kind of funny like who gets kidnapped and get their bags and and at one point he was saying that I was giving him high blood pressure because I was like, <laughs> and then he and then he told me I was crazy and he gonna throw me out on the road because I wasn't scared because he did make mention of a couple of things like one thing he did say was um he was like yeah you, the first 48 out show the 40 is is filmed here and they kill women I was like oh really I was like oh I is, is this show. before he he got up upset or after. <laughs> Uh, kind of like in the middle mm-hmm. and everything he was saying I was just like coming back with something like real honest like a little child and I was like oh I love that show I just started getting into that show so he kept trying to scare me but I wouldn't uh, I, I guess I'm a little stubborn like I wouldn't let I know that if somebody wants to do something to you they want to scare you so I would not give him that satisfaction I don't care how scared I really was. I was not going to give him that satisfaction. And I did not give him no scared satisfaction. I was, af- I was afraid a little bit. As a mom, you just think about your kids. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, 
I did not give him no satisfaction. I would not allow myself to give him no satisfaction of being afraid and act like he mastered me, you know? Right. So, and he didn't have any strength after that because, like I said, his thrill and the chase comes is when I'm trying to plead for my life and crying, don't do this or don't hurt me or why are you doing this? I think that's where he would have got off from, but I didn't give him that. And that's why I was able to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you do differently now? So it's funny. So um, I, from Philly, you know, I don't have my car. So I, uh, this lady, I just caught like a local bus um, from the airport because I was hot. I mean, I could have got a lift, but I knew it was going to be very costly. But I was like, well, let me just jump on this local bus, which, which was free because it would take me downtown. So I was asking the lady, you know, like, can you tell me how to get X, Y, Z? You know, and she was like, oh, um, she was a nice lady. So she was like, oh, well, my girlfriend coming, she could pick you up and, and we could take you home. And I was like, <laughs> I was just laughing at myself. <laughs> like any other time I would have been like, oh, OK, you know, no problem. And so as I got off the bus, I was like, ma'am, you know, thank you so much. You don't have to take me. I'm just going to get, I'm fine. She was like, no, no, no. She was insisting. And I was just like, okay, no, I am really fine, ma'am. So that was the first step of me doing something different that everybody has two or three sides to them. They can have a smile on their face and, you know, and they, and they could be like this crazy guy. So I am very cautious, very careful now. So. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, uh, we like to give a shout out to that to that young lady. I wish you knew her name and kept in contact with her. That drove you to uh, Birmingham for the bus station because that was so nice of her to do something like that, especially at that time of morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, ladies, <laughs> if you accost a man who's selling CDs, <laughs> you know that nigga's up to something. <laughs> So what? They, Nobody sells so, CDs in 2020. But I live, you know what? I I can take the blame, but I live under a rock. I do, I do, and everybody tells me that. So it's not like I I I should know these things, but I don't know. I don't watch TV. I I have to get from under my rock, and I thought I was getting from under my rock by going out, and you see what happens. So now I'm definitely keeping myself in the house. And then and then and the thing the thing of it is, so you were outside drinking, you said, right? Um, drinking a ice, a, a fake drink. Yeah, you said drink. that, a virgin drink. But he wasn't drinking anything. Um, no. Mm-mm. Because he didn't have any damn money. That's why he no, didn't actually, have money no, for that. No, no. Listen, to be honest, he was saying he had a no. He had no. No, I have seen. Um, on one hand, when he um he had a couple dollars on him, and he said that he does really well with his CDs, and that part I do believe him. Cause he was selling them around me too, and people were buying them. I don't know if they were buying them from him. Just you know, like you got to understand when you're down south. And, Who even and, has a damn CD player? Well, I, that's, uh, the, other, that's the other same than thing that, I, other than the Xbox or PlayStation. Well, I, that's the same thing I asked him. I said these are CDs and it's his music, but people still have CD players in their car. Um, I have a 2016 car, and I still have a CD player. Do I use it? No, but so people still have CDs, and I think you got to think down south is slower. It's slow. Mm-hmm. People right. still wear like that's why I want to. When, when the last when the last time you played the CD? Um, I actually don't know, but I still. Yeah, there it. you go. <laughs> but but you got to understand where down south they still they still have CDs. I know people that have CDs. The old my older friend down here, he. He has a book of CDs. He's an old man. An old man always has a book of a book of CDs. That's but, old. These are these are, we're we're young people. We talking about. But you know, down south is much slower. So people, I do. My cousins still have like I still see people with CDs because they don't even know how. I mean, I'm not gonna say they slow and just slow with everything, cause but they don't do like they don't. They're not up to speed at all. I'm gonna be honest. They're not up to speed at all with a lot of things. And their children are more, um, I mean, we're city kids. So we've been taking the bus alone since we've been 13. And, you know, we had school tokens when we were 12. They don't have that. They don't know how to do certain things that we know how to do. I do see that. So I'm not surprising that he was selling CDs here. <laughs> oh, it would surprise a whole lot of people other than uh, you. You cool with it, but 
that would surprise a whole lot of people selling CDs in not 2020. Here. Not and it's interesting enough, not here, um, not here in Savannah. I'm telling you, because I, when I first went to a club two years ago, they was the guy was selling CDs, and I couldn't believe it. So this is something that they do. This is a slow, and this is their part of life. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, so uh, first of all, I'm glad that uh, Shantae told us this story. But y'all ladies, y'all really have to be careful when you out, especially when you by yourself. Call me a chauvinist or a bad man or somebody who hate women, but I really don't believe that women should be out by themselves at nighttime. I just don't because shit like this happens. Some man see you by yourself and they'll try to accost you. I don't think women should be out be outside by themselves like that. And I totally agree with that. And also investing I mean, get us like I was thinking about getting a gun, but I don't think I'm a good person to have a gun because I'll probably go off the deep end. But I would definitely, definitely get a, a, a stun gun. I well, what about a knife? I mean, carry a pocket knife, a stun gun. Right. Um, but, you know, mace is good, too. But you just you really have to have to protect yourself. Right. And, and um, stop and stop getting in people car that you don't know. And I would say even though you just because I used to generalize generalize and say oh white this is a white man's disease is to rape a, I mean I know there are black rapists and I know it's like I know that I, I never put a, a black young very he was an educated guy you know he wasn't like no how do you know he was educated because it's one you I could tell by certain words that people use like what um, he used like, expeditiously yeah no like, he used that oh i'm about to say no 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 but i can tell but just certain words what did he say i mean just how he talked he was an educated guy okay and educated you, don't mean don't educated don't mean, oh but educated don't mean like oh he got a master's degree in college it could just be somebody that reads a lot mm-hmm. you know i mean you could go to jail and come home and be educated in jail Mm-hmm. So you, so I'm not saying like you got to have a degree to be educated because we all know how many edu- educated dummies out there. I know a hand, a lot of them. Uh, 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 go, going back real quick, when you were talking to the police officer about that, when you filed the report, did she ask you what gas station did you uh, come out of or anything? She, she was saying that. Um, no, she didn't, because you got to understand, I, I should have stayed in Alabama, which I don't know any of. I just wanted to get away from the place that I was in Alabama. I, 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 I get that. So this happened in Alabama, so that's why I don't think she was so, uh, you know, she, she, she couldn't do the p- report truly because it was in a whole different location. Oh, okay, but you, you were downtown with the guy, so there's cameras all around. Right, but they didn't look to see anything. I just wanted to file a report for myself, mm-hmm. and I wanted to file a well, report. Well, did she say think- I'll call you or keep in contact or anything? No, and I think she didn't take that job too seriously because I told her, I said, "Ma'am, I got away luckily, but if this guy is luring women, you know, in this vehicle, it's I just filed a report for the next girl. You know, maybe they could find this guy and do an investigation, you know, something. But I mean, she didn't take that seriously at all. Yeah, it surely don't sound like it. I mean, like downtown, it'd be so easy to spot somebody because all you have to do is say I was I was on this street at such and such time and they could just go and pull up the camera or, or go to a place of business. I mean, she didn't take it. And her being a young woman herself, she didn't take it seriously at all. And I thought she would be like, well, when this happened, and especially when I told her the part where he pulled in his pants and jerked off, you would think that's that's that was a violation in itself right there. Right. Um. But and, you know, she just was just like, you know, just la, 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 la. So it's not nothing I can make her do. But at that point, I I did my service by, you know, reporting his car and his name, um, you know, reporting that to her. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> ladies, y'all really have to be careful out here. Y'all really mm-hmm. have to be careful. I'm glad that uh, Shantae told us this story. 
just a message to all the all the all the ladies there, which is only probably be about three listeners, female listeners on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only like three female listeners, but y'all three listeners gotta be careful. Careful then, out here. And uh, if a if a player is selling CDs, walk the other way. And always remain calm because you need that you can think clearly when you remain calm. And I understand mm-hmm. how you might be scared and stuff. But I think that was for me not knowing that my girlfriend was like, um, she was like, yeah, you was just so oblivious. And I say, what you don't know won't hurt. And I, for what me not knowing didn't hurt. And it's it was just the me just being very, 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 very calm. So that's what got me out until the end when I was able to, you know, put a twist to him. And um, that's all. Okay. So, uh, well, I would at the end of the show, I would ask you, do you want something to plug, need something to plug, but you don't, right? Need something to what? Do you want something to plug? Instagram, Facebook? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm, I don't be on that <laughs> stuff like that, so. Well, you can follow the judgmentals on Instagram at the, T-H-E, two underscores, judgmentals, J-U-D-G-E-M-E-N-T-A-L-S. Or you can reach me on Twitter, Grand Luchador, Grand, G-R-A-N, underscore, Luchador, L-U-C-H-A-D-O-R. I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah be CDs. CDs, there you go. <laughs> now, now were these CDs? Uh, was they blank CDs or did they have like no, cover? No, 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 actually, no, actually, there was it was it one actually was playing in the car, and it was real. It was his own written CDs. He had a studio time, and they were his CDs. They were his music, and it was it sounded really good. And yeah, and for the record, he did have money, just to say. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> no, he did. He did. He had a. Maybe it wasn't his money, but he had a. He is had he a rapper? Money. Um, it was more like a. Yeah, it was a rapper, but it, he was very talented. It was more like a common type of theme. It wasn't like no hardcore or no, you know. So so it, the it, guy so the guy rapping about uplifting women is is sitting here kidnapping women at the same no, time. Exactly, but you know what's so crazy? Yes, it is it, it, a crazy correlation. I think sometimes, and I tell people all the time. Like, if you read the, for for instance, I knew some girl was my friend. She was, like, really, really into the Bible. And then she went crazy. Like, you, you know how you start repeating Bible scriptures and you get mm-hmm. crazy religious? So I think he was on that right path, but I think he just got crazy because on one point, he was making me listen to Farrakhan. <laughs> and, I, and I actually like Farrakhan. <laughs> and then we actually listened to Joe Austin, too. So oh like, goodness gracious! No, that's 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 a that's a pump fake. So is he one? Is is he like? Is, is, did he do that 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 sister talk? Well, let me tell you, sister, what you need to do is was he like? Uh, like yeah, like a fair oh, guy, but shit. he sounds so intelligent. And then we were listening to Joel Austin, and I was oh, like, this guy's full of shit. Very <laughs> much so. Very much so. Very much you so. Need, see, you need to broaden your horizon, sister, it's because much, but the he black wasn't man. like that. He was really, he really was cool. He really was really well. He was cool until he showed the side of crazy that he tried to hide, you know. But, <laughs> but man, oh man, that was really a journey that I can write. Actually, I could write about that myself. That was looking so, back, it's crazy. Hmm? So his car was parked. Uh, when when you, when y'all was out downtown, his car was parked in a parking lot. Mm, I mean, no, they had parking. You can find nighttime oh, parking. Oh, okay. So, like, goodness, like this is should be easy to find out who this person will, where, how to track this person down. But the cops wasn't that intrigued by, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't care. And it's all about that black female, because let it been a white female, it would have been a whole big deal. And that's what it's about. It's about mm-hmm. color, like. We're but not it, it's about color to another black person. I mean, black from black. But if it was a black on white person, you know, it would have been so, all on the so, news. So if the if the if a white woman had talked to the black cop about being kidnapped and stuff, you think she would have been more more sympathetic? Of, yes, really sympathetic. But it's just like, well, yeah, I did sense that being uh, generalized, like you just a black female coming in here, you know, trying to report a black man. I I do feel that was right. Ra- 
experiencing racism with another black cop. Yes, I do. Because if it was like a white person, it would be like, oh, my God, we got to find, you know, I do sense that, that, that we're desensitized. Our community is desensitized with each other. I do sense that. It was a, mm-hmm. Yeah, but if his name ever come up, God forbid, on the news or something, trust and believe they're going to look at that report, then it's going to make sense to them. Right. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if I see that guy on the news because that's how crazy that guy was a lunatic. <laughs> so let me tell you, sister, listen to Farrakhan. Listen, listen to this speech he by Farrakhan. Like that. He was just talking about his, he was talking about how women were, how black women were. And how he grew up. And how, how, black, and, and, how, how, how was black women? I mean, this is how they are, I told you. But, and honestly, you know, some parts of him venting, I even felt sorry for him. Like, Why? honestly. Because he went, because, I mean, that goes to show you, like, the black cop. We, 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 we sympathize as black women. We, I mean, he was crying at one point. <coughs> oh, hit, shit. My friend did tell me that I made him cry. And, um, about what was he crying <laughs> about? snapped on him and I just snapped and then I noticed that when I snapped on him he just started crying like he was just like so I thought that was kind of funny my friend was like if uh if he did if you killed him and if they would have found like a recording because mind you he didn't know I was recording and I was recording him because oh I well you have my- on video not on video, but I have the 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 sound. Oh, and my okay. friend was laughing. He was like, and you just was snapping on him and 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 I think by me being who I am, is like that's one of those things you need to give yourself a I need to give myself a pat on the back because just by me being me and either clueless and then just just all the word kind of crazy myself, I didn't it was just, it's just how I made it out. It was like, I really made it out from me just being me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, I laugh. I think that's humor got me through it a little bit. Cause it's just like, it, it is, it is funny when you think about it. I mean, and I think I need to go to therapy too, because <laughs> I, um, I only need to go to therapy because I shouldn't take it as lightly as I am, you know? So I laugh about it. My mom was even laughing, and she's like, "Well, he kidnapped the wrong girl, you know." That's <laughs> well. You said you said because you keep laughing. What are you supposed to do? I don't know, but my mom was like, "Oh, he didn't know. She didn't know that. He didn't know that you had a dad like that." So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like he people said he wasn't ready for you. Did you tell? Did you tell your did you tell your siblings? Yeah, they laughed because my always my mom was. Cause they always know I'm gonna get myself out of every situation. I used to always say, if a kidnapper kid kidnapped me, he gonna get me right back. And I mean, I drove him crazy a little bit. And that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like I drove him a little mad, and cause I just was snapping out on him too, and he didn't know what to do. And I noticed that he was looking for a spot. I mean, okay, on a more serious note, um, like when we were at that vacant spot, I think this is not his first time doing it. That's number one. Number two, this is something um, that I, I, he really was going to brutally hurt me or rape me because he part, he was kind of, this was kind of a smart idea. He rented the truck, a really nice truck. And when he parked it at an enterprise, um, you know, rental place. So you got to think it was about, uh, 12, 1 o'clock, and Enterprise doesn't open till like, um, what, 7, 8, 9 o'clock? So, if I'm in a vacant place where nobody's, and it's not vacant, you know, parking lot, but just, I can't, I have nowhere to run, this man could have raped me for repeatedly, you know, inside this truck for hours before Enterprise opened, and I had no one to call, because he taped up the windows, so... That already sounds strange right there, too, taping up windows. Yeah, but he would, but it's strange to, yeah, it is strange, but if somebody tape, tape up windows, like each of them, it, the car was going to blend in with the rest of the rental cars. Right. So that was kind of smart on his part, but, you know, he, well, he outsmart me. And I guess I felt like laughing now because he thought he outsmarted me. And that was funny. He did mm. outsmart me a little bit, but. Oh, he, not, it, it didn't take much. It okay ain't too much. I'm a free, no, no, because I'm a free spirit. <laughs> well, okay, I, stop being a free spirit. 
I'm never going to stop. It's like buying a used car. You, if you get, you bought six used cars and they all work fine. They last a long time. And then you get screwed over one time. Um, I'm, I'm not a bullshit analogy, by the way. No, it's not. It's not. Yes. Go ahead. Continue. Continue on. No, it's not. It's saying like, you know, one, that was a crazy guy. I mean, I've been, I mean, remember when I went to, um, DC and I, I missed my bus and I stayed with someone and they treated me like a queen. It was two guys. I mean, that guy just happened to be crazy. I, I had experiences where I, you know, left with strangers before not saying I did anything. I wasn't forcing a sex and these guys treat and they're and one of them now to this day is one of my, one of my best friends. So I, 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 I do live a carefree life. And most people say, well, are you retarded? I mean, you're older. No, I, no, I just live my life differently. But so, I so you won't continue getting in guys' cars like this? No, absolutely not. No, well, okay, but then you prove my point. You gonna change then? Yeah, I mean, if he, he now if somebody good. say, if somebody say I got a CD, are you gonna <laughs> trust him? I mean, I'm at, um, if he look good, probably. So if he look good and got a darn CD to sell you, you gonna talk to this person? If he tall and dark skin, yeah, cause that's my weakness. Like, yeah. Lady, stay away from dudes selling CDs. I'm kidding. So. I'm joking. No, you know no I'm joking. nobody, nobody uh uses CDs anymore. <laughs> that the only CD, the only CD player I got is a PlayStation. Right. But- and an Xbox. Well, you can't play it on the PlayStation and the Xbox. Oh, uh, who listens to music on the Xbox? You would be surprised. We we oh, are okay. down south. Like you gotta understand, this is what they do. And maybe you need to come visit because then you won't think I'm so crazy. No, like, we need to, we need to get too. one of these. We need to get one of these uh uh Savannah dudes on here. That's oh, what we Lord. need. To do. Which one? Get the one that I stay. Still spend a night over his house and won't do I don't know. Uh, uh, you set it up. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we can do. I don't know about tomorrow, but we can do it no, on Sunday. I'll finish. I'll get. Oh, I can get my cousin. Well, he he real cool. He come over and do it with you. Yeah, but uh, I get him. Yeah, and he probably won't even understand. A lot of them still talk Geechee. A lot of them. That's speak cool. Only yeah, that's how slow they are. But all right, well. It was nice. All right. Well, we can talk later, Leroy. Well, all right. Uh, visit the judgmentals on Instagram, the two underscores judgmentals. And uh, tell her, tell, her, <laughs> tell us how you feel about uh, CDs. Do you trust the person <laughs> selling CDs? <laughs> please. please. <laughs> well, all right, then. I appreciate you. Bye. <laughs>